genre. Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Chasing Amy one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 82, which is quite possibly the greatest mealy-mouthed minute ever. I'm Chris Derkoch, and we have a special guest co-host today, because one Chris wasn't enough, so I brought in another Chris. Hi, I'm Dr. Chris from the Vampire Movie Minute Podcast, where we cover any and all vampire movies that don't already have a Movie Minute Podcast dedicated to them. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good caveat. They don't already have one. <laughs> well, there's a few vampire movies that already have a complete dedicated movie podcast to them, such as Fright Night. And right. I think one of the billion Dracula movies and the Monster Squad, which is technically a vampire movie as well as mostly a, a multi-monster movie. But let's face it, Dracula is the main villain in that movie. So we started it with The Lost Boys, the uh, you know the famous movie starring Corey Feldman and, and uh, Kiefer Sutherland. And uh, we... <laughs> we, we we went we, we decided to do it five minutes at a time because that's what the Superman Movie Minute podcast uh, does, and it's actually your podcast and the Superman Movie Minute podcast that made us think about starting uh, a Movie Minute podcast myself. And oh, nice. I put the shout out there, and this film critic named Scott Danielson answered the call, and we started the Vampire Movie Minute podcast with the Lost Boys. We took about a year off due to just a lot of work and personal things, but. During quarantine, I was like, F it. What are you doing, dude? He's like, I'm working during the day, but it, my work schedule is very light because of quarantine. I was like, why don't we finish The Lost Boys? Because we never got to the credits part, plus all the supplemental material that came out. And then why don't we do Once Bitten? Because we talked about Once Bitten. The video store mom works in The Lost Boys. There's a cardboard cutout of Once Bitten in the video store. So Because right. The Lost Boys came out a year after Once Bitten. Huh. So we started Once Bitten, doing it five minutes at a time again. It's out every single week. There's no delay between episodes. And we actually have got a bunch of people on from the movie, such as Russ. He's one of Jim Carrey's best friends. The band leader uh, from the band scene, the dance scene. We got the dance instructor during the big dance-off in the movie. And Laura Hutton's people got back to me, and she, of course, plays the Countess in the movie. She was a former Playboy Playmate in the 1960s. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And and are you releasing as of right now for the Once Bitten? Yeah, we just released as of yesterday, I believe episode 35, minutes 35 to 40 just posted. This is Mark uh, breaking up with his girlfriend, trying to dissect a frog, and then he's about to, he goes to sleep and begins a dream sequence with him on a date with the Countess. Gotcha. Um, so uh, we just recorded the ending to the gay shower scene, and... And you show up on Chasing Amy. <laughs> At the beginning, yeah. <laughs> well, what's funny is that when we had Skip Lackey on the show with us, who plays Russ in the movie, again, one of the four main characters of the film, five or six main characters, there's there's like six main characters, Sebastian, the Countess, Robin, Mark, and the two best friends. Um, Sebastian is uh, Cleveland Little, obviously the black share from Blazing Saddles fame. Uh, and I actually put a call out to his daughter to have her on the show to talk about her father and his huh. uh, legacy as a famous, prominent black actor. Well, and you, have, you haven't heard anything from her yet? Not yet, not yet, but I'm hoping that she'd want to come on the show to talk about her her late father because I think her father was in one of the greatest Western comedies of all time, <laughs> Blazing Saddles. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Which is a movie, I swear to God, I would never want to cover on a movie minute because the one particular word that said... <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, so after uh, after we're done with Once Bitten, we're going to go on to Life Force, which is the Toby Hooper sci-fi uh, vampire movie. And then we're going to do uh, What We Do in the Shadows. So when's Lost Boys 2? Never. <laughs> I don't blame you on that one. <laughs> we got asked about that at least a couple times, and I said, absolutely fucking not, ever, in no way in hell. I, we will do a quick rundown summary of it at the in the last episode. We also covered some of the Lost Boy comic books, uh, okay. which were like the true sequels to the Lost Boy, but we're never going to do Lost Boys 2, Lost Boys 3. If somebody else wants to do those movie minutes, God, bless, God help your soul. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to start on Lost Boys 2, sorry. No, 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 no. Do you want to get started on these minutes? <laughs> I guess. Uh, this minute starts with Gwen crying and ends with Gwen crying, so this is this is going to be a fun minute to cover. Wait, I thought it starts with Gwen crying but ends with uh, Holden crying. Or, wait, what minute is this? This has been at 84. <laughs> I'm already fucked up. <laughs> You're on 84 already? <laughs> no, sorry, I'm okay, 83. All right, I, I nope. got to turn my page. I got the right notes. Here we go. Okay. Wait, wait, go back one more. We're on 82. 82. Okay, 84 <laughs> is the dynasty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me tell you, I have at least three pages of notes for five minutes at a time. These notes took up half a page. <laughs> right, right. Well, five minutes at a time. I don't even. I don't mean. I don't know if we could cover five. We'd go two hours probably. How long is your podcast at five minutes at a time? It can be about. It. it, it it's some t- depending on what's in the scene. It could be about twenty twenty five minutes. But if it's really quick, like the recent gay shower scene that I didn't want to cover, okay, uh, because it is incredibly offensive, people. So please do not take my humor as being disgraceful. Even the actor who played Russ was like, "Uh, wait, we're doing what?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the fa- the best line in that movie is just like, "What were they doing in the shower anyway? They were bathing. We were re- reenacting a prison and rape scene." <laughs> <laughs> well, this was this was not quite that bad. <laughs> no, no, no. But Russ tells a story about how they showed up to set and they were promised they were going to get covered up and everything during the scene. The director said, "Stop being such a pussy. And get your clothes off and get in that shower." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's get back to this uh, parking lot scene here because <laughs> I, I think I want to turn away from that um, that shower scene myself right now <laughs> We found, uh, I pretty much fast forward through it and just write and some bad shit happens in the shower to Jim Carrey <laughs> <laughs> not one of his prouder moments right no, but it, we definitely break it down. Like, you guys talk a lot about, like, Holden's stupid BS or Alyssa withholding the fact that she's gay and, you know, not picking up the signs that he's into her. Um, and we even point out, like, the hypocrisy of, like, Robin and Jim, Robin and Mark, who are Jim and his girlfriend uh, character in the movie, have had a over-the-clothes, very kind of touchy-feely relationship. And they haven't had sex yet, but it still wouldn't be too much to ask for her to be like, hey, Mark, I have a question. Do you have two bite marks on the inside of your leg? <laughs> <laughs> of course, he points out to Jim, Jim Corey, points out to his friends later on in the movie, you guys could have just asked. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what uh, Gwen here says, you should have just asked, but I don't believe her either, so. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, have you ever made a woman cry like this before in a fight with your wife or girlfriend? My wife gets angry, she doesn't really cry. <laughs> You know, she she gets angry and screams and yells, but she doesn't. I don't. I've very rarely have I ever seen her break down and cry like this. Have you had a fight like this in a parking lot? Oh uh, yes, my pregnant ex-wife. She was probably eight uh, at the eight-month mark. Oh so, no! Like the the torture of carrying our child was already 
well on its way uh, having gotten to her and we got into a fight in a parking lot of a grocery store oh. and she stormed off well yeah. right or wrong at that point you look like an asshole because she's eight months pregnant so you can't right. even win that one there's no winning that one at all <laughs> right, right. Um, uh, she broke down then crying after being angry about i don't even remember what the fight was about we're divorced anyway but right. uh you know i i i she came back over and she was really sad and she blamed it on hormones and she didn't mean to get that upset and things like that went back you know what i mean and everything was fine we went home and it, and it, and it was fine um we had had one other fight before where we got into a big fight she got out of the car and stormed off down the road kind of like the way gwen did um i mean honestly th- these fights should have been a good indication that our marriage was never gonna last <laughs> Well, you never you never see it when it's right in front of you. You always you know hindsight's twenty twenty. That's what that is. Right. So these two in the parking lot here. She's screaming and yelling, and he's just standing there taking it for a while. And yeah. you know she says she was looking for the missing piece in the puzzle. I'm looking here. I'm sorry that you believe you were the only guy. Oh, that's what the problem is too. She she she, she led him to believe that he was the only guy she'd ever slept with. That bothers me from the beginning. Last week she mentioned all you had to do was ask and. She lied. Now, it doesn't forgive anything he's done because he's the worst. Yeah, his attitude towards this whole thing hasn't been that great. And I right. and I was listening to the previous minutes before this one that you've posted. Right. And you guys were talking about how uh, he goes to that date so grumpy with such an attitude. Oh, yeah. He's a sourpuss from the time he walks in the door of the, of the hockey rink, which is a weird place to take her if you're ready to argue anyway. Now, I've met... Um, what's the name of the actress who plays Alyssa? <laughs> Joey Lauren Lauren Adams. Why can't I think of her name? Okay, (laughs) Joey Lauren Adams. I almost said Amy Adams. That's right. I called her Gwen a couple times. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's her. That's her sister or something, right? Well, it's no, it's not. She's not related to Gwen. Oh, that's right. She's related to the girl who did the sex book as a teenager. Yes. 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 Disgusting. (laughs) Um, Did you guys? But you guys are going to cover in a special episode the actual Blunt Man and Chronic comic book, right? Oh, we're not sure about what, what we're doing. We have the Blood Man and Chronic comic book. There's also a, a Chasing Dogma comic book that's between these two movies that we got to look into. Right, which repeats a lot of the stuff from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Right. Okay. So I met um, I met Joey at a convention once, and I asked her a couple questions about Chasing Amy. Just like, was it were you always really that upbeat on set? Because Alyssa's character is constantly upbeat, except for those times that we're talking about right now right and she said that yeah it was a very positive mental attitude on set it was it wasn't it wasn't that uh it wasn't that hard to work with kevin because we'd had a prior relationship and everything was very on the fun and on the up and up so during those scenes that that she's with him during the hockey game not picking up on his bad attitude i don't think i would have picked up on that either because i'm a very generally upbeat and nice person and it sometimes takes me a little while to realize there is something seriously wrong with somebody I, I could see that. I could see that. But the way he was going, like, he wasn't even talking to her at some point. Right. And I've given people the cold shoulder before, and they're like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. Right. And honestly, sometimes it's it's sometimes it's sometimes 100% true. Right. I'm not going to get into the psychologicalness of Holden McNeil's, uh, that's his last name, right? Yes. I'm not going to get into the psychologicalness of Holden McNeil's uh, mental health state or whatever. But me, I have depression. And uh, there are times that I am very quiet, whatever, and it's nothing to do with the other person. I just need you to be there with me, and that makes me feel better. Yeah, I've gotten my wife will say, like, why are you so grumpy? And I'm like, I'm just not, I don't feel like talking right now. You know, (laughs) I I get where you're going with that. And some people at work are just like, I know some people at work where I work 
which is uh, currently in uh, quarantine for low. Um, <laughs> they 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 pick up like I have a bad attitude, and I don't. It's just like I'm not a morning person, and sometimes I just don't want to talk to people. Mornings um, suck anyway. So I just, <laughs> yeah, I, I just, it's not anything against anybody, you know what I mean? Or it's a, com- a subject that I'm incredibly uncomfortable about. Um, like for instance, the scene we were just talking about, once bitten, I just don't know what to say. You know what right, I mean? right. It's it's badly done and and <laughs> not not a good scene to talk about. <laughs> um, so, so go on. Sorry, I was gonna say she she says about um the reason she 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 made him think that was because it made him feel special and the way that me telling you over and over again how credi- incredible you are just just wouldn't get across now that's her excuse she didn't she told him she never slept with another guy because it made him feel special is that what she's saying yeah um i mean i've dated women who are bisexual but i've never dated a woman who never dated a guy before i don't think i'd have that same reaction no, no. When I was t- a teenager or I was 20-something years old, when I found out a woman was bisexual or had just dated a bunch of women prior to me, did it make me feel like, oh, I'm the big man? Yeah, but I'm 20-something years old. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm a teenager. When, I, when that happened when I was 30, um, I, I did ask her the question, what made you what made you go back to guys? You know, Why did you want to go on a date with me? And she's like, I missed, I missed sex with a guy. Something really? so different about it. And that's what she's done with the honest <laughs> truth. So that's not to toot my own horn. It, that's just quote by quote from what she said. So, right. Uh, and uh, I, I've, it's, it's very rare that I keep finding women who are not, uh, who are not bisexual. <laughs> really? Yeah. They seem to like a lot of like, it, it, it's, I don't know what it is, but I've dated. But last few, several people I've dated have been, you know, uh, have had prior relationships with the opposite sex, huh. and I've just been kind of like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, at that point, who cares? Like, I don't understand what his problem is. But well, he he doesn't have a problem with that. He has more of a problem with her with the two guys, to be honest with you. But yeah, and I and I and I have dated somebody that told me a story similar to that once, and I was just like, how was that? And it was just like crazy sexual experiences of my life kind of stories. You know what I mean? Right, we, we're right. sharing our war stories. Like, what have you done? And I'm like, I've never had a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how far we've come, though, because this was the 90s, and it, this all this stuff seemed like a big deal back then, and now it's like, eh, whatever. Now, when she runs away, what's the song that starts playing? Because I have the Chasing Amy soundtrack, so I'm trying to figure out what the song is, and this Chasing Amy soundtrack is actually on the View Askew website. It's yeah. not the soundtrack to download the exception of Alyssa's song that she, that she sings at the bar. Uh, the kitty, the pussycat, whatever it is. Right. But uh, Kevin Smith put together a soundtrack list and says, this is for you guys to just look up the songs. Don't ask us how to get the songs. Right. Well, the the, the woman who sings it is Mary Bourne. The name of the song I have lost. Oh, it's called Stay is the name of the song. I've oh. never heard her. I've never heard her before. And I looked through her entire track list of her album, and I'd never heard any other song by her either. By the so. way, apparently Chasing Amy has the longest soundtrack list out of every Kevin Smith movie, and there's no soundtrack. Right, right. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I think Jeff did mention why there was no soundtrack, but I'm not positive why. You, I would just go to view. Just type in Chasing Amy soundtrack on Google. Kevin yeah. Smith has an entire article that he posted on his website from 1987 oh, going into the explanation of what the fuck happened to the soundtrack to Chasing Amy. <laughs> well, I know. It's the only movie that doesn't have a soundtrack. It's funny because Dave Perner from Soul Asylum does the you know the the music itself from the beginning, and he does a couple songs on it. And you don't, yeah, I've never heard those songs again either. 
I've just got in the mail recently the Dogma soundtrack. It has ten tracks on, nine tracks on it. One actual song by Linus Morissette, obviously, because she's right. God. And of course. It has a fifty-dollar price tag on this soundtrack. And I'm what? Like, Did this fucking soundtrack really cost that much one time? I oh got my it for God. Six, bu- six bucks on eBay. Well, well, I can't imagine. I would never pay fifty dollars for a soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> not even, definitely not back then. Um, so this definitely confirms, by the way, in the next scene that Hold that Holden and Banky live together because Banky just sh- plops down on the couch. Oh well, it's Banky's couch. He does mention that before. He does mention that when he finds them sleeping together on it. Yeah. But, we, but I remember you guys were questioning: Does Banky live there with Holden? Are they roommates? As far as we knew, they lived together. I wasn't sure if Banky had his own room or if he slept on that couch. Then where the hell was he the night they banged after their? Uh, we talked about that. He shows up in the morning for some reason. <laughs> he was out hanging out with uh, at the Pussycat Bar again. I guess. Maybe he was. Maybe he went back to the uh, the Meow Mix. Maybe he Maybe. went back to Meow Mix. How about this? He was starting his relationship with Hooper that we learn does happen in Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Uh, uh, strike back. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> spoiler for 20-year-old movies. I'm sorry. <laughs> you think the statute of limitations has run out on that one? Uh, yeah, yeah I, I think so too. Yeah, well, first she puts her head in his chest here, and he pushes her away like such a jerk-off. Right. And then it ends with her saying fuck. Well, actually, no. You know what? This is, doesn't even end at fuck. It ends at you have some half-assed, mealy mouth objection to, and that's where it cuts off. All right, well, that's about all I got for this minute. You got anything else for this minute? Nope. That's pretty much all the notes I have. Uh, you want to do some plugs? Yeah. Check out the Vampire Movie Minute podcast, where we break down um, horrible stereotypes of the 1980s and vampire movies. Not even joking. We seem to be stuck in the 80s. Vampire <laughs> Movie Minute podcast can be found on RadioHorror.com. As well as Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. And we are the Jane Silent Bob Minute. We're on DoingGenre.com. You can find us on all those also. Stitcher, Google Play, I don't know, Pinterest. <laughs> I can't think of anything else. I'm just looking for the piece in the big fucking puzzle. Now